0: Welcome to Top of the Line. This is the podcast version of our YouTube show. New episodes every Monday and Friday, where we talk about audio and hi-fi-related themes. If you have any requests
1: for a future episode, send us an email, t-o-t-l at abyssheadphones.com.
0: So a question we get a lot is, who are Abyss headphones made for? And maybe it sounds a little obvious, but that's a little unique. I think we'll talk about it.
1: Well, I know they're not made for toddlers. Toddlers. Mm -hmm. No. Or infants. No. Maybe they're
0: the same, toddlers and infants. Mm, We We could eliminate those right off the bat. Lions and tigers and bears are out, too. Oh, my. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I think... A lot of companies have a very yeah. different perspective on this one from us, because, at least from this perspective, it looks like the majority of companies making headphones, they seem to be in it to make headphones that people want to buy. That so would be a, a sort of a yeah, goal. That, It, I it mean, does. That makes sense. seems like it, right? Because if you make them and no one buys them, you've got to be yeah, it's out of a business. Problem. No, no, yeah, a big problem. problem. Yeah. More complicated than That's that, That's called though. a flop. Yeah. So... Pretty much the products we make are because we think they're cool and we like them. We want to make them. And the hope is... We want to use them for ourselves. Yeah, right. We want a product like that to exist. That's why we started Abyss. Mm -hmm. Because we wanted to make a headphone that we would like. It's not to make a headphone that's like everyone else. It's to make a headphone that nobody else makes. Right. Why would you make the same product twice? Unique on planet Earth. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Why copy someone else's? Of course. No reason for that. Everyone does that all day long already. Mm -hmm. I guess nobody can argue that a 1266 does not look unique. Uh, That's for sure. It's a different looking
0: headphone. That was the whole goal. Yeah.
2: So if you don't want it to look different, well, that's
0: cool. There's Mm -hmm. companies that do that. We were bashed for a long time when we first came long out. time. <laughs> Still get a little bit now and
2: then. A <laughs> little bit. I think yeah. everyone's used to it now. <laughs> yeah. of,
1: kind of understand now what, well, what that's like, all about. Yeah,
2: you, you probably hear this, but uh, <laughs> uh, I don't go like look. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep.
1: Anyway, there's another video that describes the design of the 1266 and why it's the way it is. And uh, we'll, there is. We'll, maybe we'll link to it in here. But yeah. Maybe. I, I, back on topic. He's you got know, a I mean, At the time we started thinking about this whole project years ago, uh, you had the... Would you have
2: grottos or something, right? SR-60. Yeah.
1: you barely used them, right? I was like, you, they weren't like something you... What did you use them for at the time? Occasionally listening to
2: music? Yeah, I, did, I, I guess I wasn't it's like... a speaker guy. Yeah.
1: yeah. You had speakers, you had amps, you didn't need a pair of headphones. Not really. Yeah, so it's like, same with me. Like, I didn't use headphones at
2: all. I just had no
1: need for it. You neither, right? Uh, so
0: it was around college when I decided... I should get a set of headphones because I had a lot of free time and I looked on headfi to see what people were recommending because I was looking in the open market a bunch of different headphones nothing stood out as being exceptional and I was trying to figure out what people were recommending on headfi what was actually good because of course a lot of ambiguity very hard to try and I couldn't come up with anything nobody was really definitive on this there's no products that stood out everything was just bland The best products always had something that, in my eyes, was a critical flaw. So the things that people would commonly say, well, these sound good, had huge faults that I considered to be a sufficient barrier to entry that I wasn't interested in.
1: And that's kind of what we saw when we were looking around at the scenery there when we were in the speaker space doing Mm -hmm. Mm two-channel systems. It's like, well, would we want to really own any of this stuff? It's like... Yeah, usually not. Yeah. I mean it didn't didn't do it for us compared to the speakers. Just wasn't even nothing right. was even close.
0: You see so much of know? that in two channel two. It's not even about price. It's much more complicated than that because I think as long as you only have one thing that you're sacrificing, that's usually tolerable. So if you want, you could just sacrifice on the price. It could be a little bit more than you're willing to spend. And for me, I could think that's okay if everything else just hits it on point or above. But when there's two, three, four things that you're like, well, I don't really like this. I don't like that. I don't like that. That's just too much. I'm not interested in buying it. So, even in the high end and two channel stuff, I very rarely saw stuff that I'm like, wow, that I wish I would. I wish I could own that. That's such a cool product at I'm sure any of, price.
1: I'm sure, a lot of people would disagree with you on that one, but, <laughs> but I hear what you're saying. At your age, right, you're like this stuff's expensive. Nothing stood out and, as being amazing, yeah, right? And that's like, yeah, and it's like you know. And it all sounds different, and there's nothing that really floated your boat. Yeah, there was yeah. no
0: standout. Yeah. And so there's, for me,
1: there was enough there's nothing I didn't want that it. could beat that system at home.
2: Mm. <laughs> I guess that's a different situation. Yeah. 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 Well, reference th- different th- reference. Point.
1: Well, that's the thing. Yeah, you guys grew up with good sound, so
0: you kind of you walk around going, "What the hell's wrong with these people?" <laughs> yeah, there was nothing special about it, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> so for me, my baseline was pretty high, and so here are these other systems that, in a show, weren't tuned that well. Usually, it's not that they couldn't sound good, but in that environment, they were. Lackluster, yeah. and so I didn't get it. This was a seventy thousand dollars speaker or whatever. Yeah, there's nothing special about um, it. Why would I yeah, want Well
2: Being in a hotel room doesn't help. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. no, sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, everyone not right. will agree with that. Anyone yeah. who
1: sets up a system, the room matters. But you know that that's what brings us back to the headphone side. That's why we, that's who we built it for. Is we built it for people like ourselves, like who have similar mindsets, right? Mm. They're audiophiles. They are trying to listen to the music best they can, and here we are looking at the headphone scene, going. We don't like any of this stuff, right? I mean, for ourselves, we wouldn't really right. like any of this stuff, you know. And it's like, maybe we could make something better, and that's who we made it for. Mm. People like it took us. Took a while. It took a while. Yeah. And, uh, well, now we got it. We got yeah. it down, and you know. And the thing is, is yeah, people are a lot of people are appreciative of what we do because there was no option back then, and
2: um, well, especially for people that want would like to have a big. Nice system, but they live in an apartment. We see a lot of people with apartments getting twelve sixty six. Or they're still at home
0: and they got a bedroom and they can't do it.
2: Right. You know? Yeah. They can't do it.
0: There's a lot of limitations. Yeah. But we assumed basically that there was hopefully other people out there like minded enough that also disagreed with the way other products were made and said, That looks like the one for me. So we pretty much made our stuff the way we wanted for us and hoped other people would like it. Right. Right. It was a pretty, actually it was a definitely a hope and a prayer. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. We, we
1: didn't know. Yeah. We didn't know how it was going to come out. Of, of course. It could have, have been a, could have been a five-year wasted time through half a million dollars right out the freaking window just to begin a company and gotten and gotten nowhere. would have been that flop thing we talked about mm. earlier. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that isn't the way it went. Hmm. It's the other way. doesn't I, always happen. I think what happened is I think other people wanted the same thing we did. Apparently. That
2: that is usually how products sell. Yeah, Yeah. that's true. You wanted what I made. Oh, that's nice. It helps to be passionate
0: about it, too. I think it's pretty cool that we make what is a fairly unique product, and other people like it enough that they're willing to spend quite a lot of money for it. Um, That really says something to me, right? It says other people get it, right? They're interested in cool stuff. They appreciate it. And so that's, I think, one of the positives about selling a more expensive product. Um, you could make it a little bit quirky, a little bit weirder, and you are hopefully could afford to make it with exotic instruction techniques that you don't see in other stuff. So you can make a really unique, interesting product. And if other people buy it, it means... They probably like it if they're willing to spend that kind of money on it. And it's cool to see because we care like, about this stuff. It's kind
1: of like race cars and sports cars. I mean, you look at the upper end of things; it's like you'll never see a race car on a street, right? It's wow. made to do one thing: ride on a very smooth surface
2: called a track. You can, you know, and they do make them. But yeah, yeah everybody says you don't want it. Yeah, right. You don't yeah. Actually.
1: So I mean, but that's the thing, right? You're looking at making something that's a unique. It has unique feature sets that wouldn't be typical of your average consumer product.
2: Yeah, and then everybody's tuning their systems and talking to each other about what works best. And,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, the yeah, the the camaraderie and so on that goes on in the head five forums and so on between our stuff and the guys people that own it are great. It's awesome to, to to catch it once in a while. People discuss their systems and what they're getting and how they're tweaking it and it's great. And you could see you could see the progression where they're just some people just t- take it to a level that, you know, you wouldn't even think they would go with, with
2: headphones. Well, there's, like, pioneers, you know. There's people that are trying stuff, and then after other people try it themselves, and they see, oh, yeah, that does work. And yeah. then they're like, I'm going to do what he says every time. And may, maybe like,
1: take another step to another level. Right, right. I mean, we were talking about, we did a review a while back on a DCS Bar Talk, which is like a $17,000 deck, which is really up around, right? Well, I people are now talking on our thread about... Uh, going to the next level of their deck. They own the next level of their deck, which is like I think 30, 40 yeah, grand and getting external clocks, stuff like that. Yeah. You know, you're talking, you start reaching a hundred grand for just the deck. Mm-hmm. Right. And no problem for some of these people. I and mean, it's all relative to them. It's like it's just a toy. It's just something that they they really love it. And the thing is they're still enjoying it every step of the way. Our headphones are taking them that much further. They're they're going up, stepping up the gear to crazy levels, and they love it. So that's awesome if you ask me it's uh it's it's finally coming around if you think about it the high end two channel audiophile scene is coming to headphones Yeah for sure
2: get out I, the popcorn Well I guess uh <laughs> some yeah some of these people yeah they're like, like, uh, we have to read it and, like, kind of judge what things sound like because, like, we don't have uh, $80,000 yeah. tax. Yeah, right. so. yeah, we haven't. We could yeah. get a hold of one to play yeah. with, but yeah, right. we're not going to go buying those
1: things, you know? It's a little pricey. We've got a yeah. little higher, prior, more of the priorities than that, but yeah, yeah but I mean, I, I'd love to hear it. It'd yeah. be something we should probably get a hold of for a trade show or something to show people yeah. the capabilities, you know? But um, anyway, yeah, we'll, we'll probably do that. I could see, I always liked bringing the best toys to uh, a can jam or something like that. You know, my next thing I want to do is a reel to reel at a camera. Oh, yeah, that, that'd be freaking thing. cool. It sounds like a project. You got to keep freaking rewinding the tape and all that stuff when it hits the but end. We've done that before. Yeah, we've done it before. It's not a big deal. It runs out and just goes. You yeah. <laughs> <Good laughs> know. Hey, hey, can you someone hit start on this thing? <laughs> yeah.
0: I always find it interesting when people ask questions like this, though, because to me it seems so intrinsically obvious. Yeah. I guess I've been involved for a, a bit of a minute. Yeah. But. People always seem to think that uh, like there's this team of people that come up with this concept for this headphone based on market research that is going to be like the average of all the desirable traits that people want on a headphone, and then it's guaranteed to, to make money and knock it out of the park. That's not our goal at all. No. Right. I made Diana because I wanted it because I thought it would be cool. That's that's, that's it exactly. Right? I I like it.
1: It's my favorite headphone yeah, because the, the, I
0: made it for me.
1: That type of marketing so. has left the companies like Procter and Gamble and stuff. Who you know they hire guys that went to marketing in school and have mm. bachelor's degree. And I've I've taken one or two courses in marketing in my day, and. It's complete opposite the way I think. <laughs> I yeah. mean, it's just really, they got all these processes, you know, and you do the trials and you do this and you get, you know, you get people to sample it and all. It's yeah. just this whole process to figure out what's, how you should put something to market. We just put it, we we'll just say, we're going to make it the best we can for what we like and put it out there and see if people yeah, buy it. I hope you like it that too. Is way, uh-huh. to me, is way easier. To me,
0: it's way easier.
2: Yeah, well, you know, it, it is different. I mean, if you were trying to sell something to like millions of people, Right, you that's have, true you couldn't Yeah, it doesn't work yeah. that. That's true It yeah. doesn't well, have that goal. Mass of yeah, market appeal Right, yeah so, I guess
1: you gotta do that Yeah Cause if you're gonna do it that way You, you are spending a, Probably a, gobs yeah. of money And you, you need to have All your ducks in a row It's too expensive yeah. to flop Yeah, yeah. At right. Right. those scales Agreed Agreed Technically it was for us too But We knew we would do it And we did it So there I got <laughs> <I guess. laughs> sure. So on that note we gotta get back to work. Mm. So thank you everybody for watching and remember bring your questions to T O T L at abyssheadphones.com. Thank you everyone. Take care.